This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Now, I'm sure a lot of you guys know already, I used to be a door-to-door salesman. And in order to make sales, I had to knock on the doors of complete strangers, persuade them to let me into their house, persuade them to let me sit down for about two hours to give a presentation, persuade them to give me their social security number and ID, and finally, persuade them to sign a legally binding document. So naturally, over the years, I picked up a couple of extremely powerful persuasion techniques. And although the odds were stacked against me, I was still making sales every single day. So in this video, we're going to go over three of my favorite persuasion techniques so that you can start making things go your way. The first technique is called the Sullivan's Nod, coined by the man who invented it. All you have to do is nod your head very slightly, 15 degrees, three times while speaking about something you want the other person to agree on. For example, back when I was doing sales, it was my job to convince the buyer that their telecommunication services were subpar. So I would say things like, I know your internet's been kind of slow while doing the Sullivan's nod. And almost always they would say, yeah, my internet's been kind of slow, even though honestly the internet speeds were about the same. A study actually found that waiters who used the Sullivan's nod to suggest dishes saw a 40% increase in the amount of those dishes being ordered. The second technique we're going to talk about is called the foot in the door technique. This is a psychological phenomenon that is well known by all psychologists. Basically, all you have to do is make a very small request, then you follow it up with a much larger request. Because when someone agrees to do something for you, they are much more likely to agree with the next thing you ask. When I was doing door-to-door sales, I entered the homes of about 10 people a day. Most of the time, I was able to enter within the first minute of my interactions. And this is all because of the foot in the door technique. Here's what I would say. I would say, do you have a remote? Um, yeah. Okay, can you bring it to me real quick? I just want to show you something. Um, sure. And then they'd bring me their remote. And then I would say, all right, let me show you something on your TV. And I would literally just walk into their house. You'd think people would resist. But 90% of the time, I was able to walk in without any trouble at all. The small request I make is for them to bring me their remote control. The larger request is that I enter their home. What I also like to use in these interactions is another form of the foot in the door technique. I call it yes mode. When someone says yes two times, they're much more likely to say yes the third time. The first thing I ask in this example is a yes or no question. Do you have a remote control? Yes. Then I ask them to bring it to me and they say yes again. And then I ask to show them something on their TV and that's the third yes. And to top it all off, when I'm asking the third question, guess what I'm doing? I'm also using the Sullivan's nod. Whoa. The third and final technique we're going to talk about is extremely, extremely powerful. It's called assuming the close. This technique is more focused on the way you phrase certain requests. It's all about not asking for permission. For example, during the sales process, I need to enter the client's social security number in order to take a look at their credit score. If I asked, can I have your social security number? Almost always, I would get a very defensive response. And that's because the social security number is something that we're taught to protect with our life. If the wrong people get a hold of it, they can essentially steal your identity. So I switched the phrasing to, put your social security number right here. And I would hand them the tablet and almost 99% of the time, they would just do it, no questions asked. 
Here's another example. Let's say you want to take a girl out. You got her number and you've been texting. Instead of saying, hey, do you want to hang out sometime with me? You should say something like, look, I'm free next Wednesday. You should come get coffee with me. This technique is very, very effective because it makes it seem like you already expect them to say yes. This portrays an enormous amount of confidence and it also makes your request seem like something that a lot of other people have already said yes to. So when one of my clients hears me assume the clothes, they think, oh, oh, this must be part of the procedure. And when she hears you assuming the clothes, she thinks, oh, he's probably taken a ton of people out on coffee dates. This is no big deal. And the great thing about these three techniques is that you can combine them to give yourself an incredible, incredible persuasive edge. Mix them together, stack them on top of each other, try them out the next time you have to persuade someone to do something and you'll definitely see a significant improvement.